Yo, 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 what's up? No villains. We are sitting here once again with Mr. Robert Hines, always providing the insights with a little little bit of levity and a little bit of comedy with it, but it's always very pertinent. And uh, I appreciate you providing the time to speak with me today, sir. What's happening, doing? people? I'm, I'm out here amazing. Uh, I finally... Um have more control than I've ever had over some things that I created over the, over the years. Um, and that's, that's what's the name of the tour I'm doing now, just to put that out there. First and foremost, I'm doing a comedy tour and it's called save Toby Jones tour. So that's what we are doing. We are saving Toby Jones. And by that, I mean, I am controlling it now so that I have more of the resources that it creates. Definitely, man. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cuss you off, brother. Um, I, I was just going to ask you, though, like, because some people might not necessarily be as up to date on the ongoings of this this saga uh, with with the Toby Jones and, and all that. Could you sort of just give a, a little overview of, of what's going on? Because so many people know you from the, you know, Jones barbecue foot massage and the magnificent song that is catchy. I'm sure people tried to get it as a ringtone back in the day. Um, but yeah, because you just sort of let let people know what, what's going on with that. Well, um, originally it was a it was a concept that they came up with. It was a they came up with this dude named Toby Jones, but they couldn't make it work. They tried to make it funny and they couldn't make it funny. So they saw me somewhere and asked me to do the character. So once I did the character, um, it went viral. Um, and then the second video had a jingle that I came up with as we were standing outside on the spot. And I didn't know that I owned it because I created it. But the rest of it, the character, they still own. I own the song and I just found it out. And so now I'm starting to create opportunities for myself based on something that I created, which is what I tell you all. I see you out here talking about it. I'm telling you, it happens to all of us. I have been in entertainment for 30 years. And and the most iconic thing I'm known for, I get very little credit for. That's amazing, man. Um, and yeah, like you said, it happens to so many people in the entertainment industry. I mean, hell, it happens to people in the technology industry, you know what I'm saying? In the science industry. Mm -hmm. yep. Um, let me ask you this, man. Did you realize when you came up with the song that, that it was gonna be a bop like that? That it was like I see TikTok videos. I see, you know, reels on Instagram and Facebook. And it's a it's based on the song. So that's obviously the, the draw, you know? Well, you know, <laughs> what I knew was it was funny. I just, because the reason I, because it would have been longer. It would have been longer. But as I was doing it, they was just, they started laughing. When I got to the word shit, Everybody over there just started busting up laughing and we couldn't get nothing else out of it but laughter. So at that point, I was like, wow, that was kind of something, though. That was going to be something. That's what I said as we was walking away. Um, to this day, there's times when I'm in a situation and I start thinking like that and the creativity just come out and, I, and I'm and i afraid of it. <laughs> like, I'll be trying to, okay, this is enough because I don't want to make a mistake. <laughs> you know what I'm but that was one of them times where it would have kept going, but they couldn't take it no more. <laughs> hey that's an amazing power to have over people man you could change the whole situation and be able to make people laugh you know what i'm saying yeah that's um, amazing 
Yeah, you right. get I appreciate you saying it. Hey, it's the truth. Um, do you get any money? Cause I, I hear this song on TikTok, like, do you get some sort of kickback from TikTok for using your song? Hey man, I didn't get a dime. Not a dime. I'm saying I didn't even know TikTok was a big deal. You understand what I'm saying? I I mean, now I have for the last couple of years, but then when I find this out. I didn't even know that I owned the song. You see what I'm saying? Because they own the character. And so every time I try to make some money off the character, they would mess it up. They would make it so I couldn't do it. And so, and, and this is the Castro Brothers. Because it used to be a bigger group. They used to be called Big Doggy Child. That's why it's on the Big Doggy Child channel. But the Castro Brothers control it. And every time I went to negotiate, I mean, big business with the people who wanted to negotiate big business with me as the character, they made all the money go away by asking for too much, by asking for too much for not having to do anything. So basically they sandbagged it. Like they purposely like sabotaged it. They would ask for more than I would. Well, let me ask you this, bro. Which one was it easier to deal with, uh, Raul or Fidel? <laughs> well, I say this: um, Pedro is the creator. Pedro is the dude that you can sit down and work with. Romero is the dude that counts the numbers, right? <laughs> right. So, anytime you got to go discuss numbers, you got to give it to Romero. And they are brothers, and they have no reason not to be brothers. You know what I mean? They love each other, and they supposed to, and that's the way it's supposed to work. But what I wasn't realizing is that I had any leverage in the situation because they asked me to do it, and I did it for them. And then every time I asked them to allow a business deal to go through, they wouldn't do it. And I would offer them the things that they had offered me initially, and they wouldn't accept them. And they Man. said they wanted their own deals with the people who were making the decisions. And when they did that, they inevitably asked for more than we could prove it was worth until we proved it. You understand what I'm saying? Like, this is just like any other business or dope game or whatever you sell. You have to give out a sample. And these people were willing to pay me for a sample. I'm from Inglewood. I'm from the neighborhood that people most fear in the city of Chicago, along with the West Side. It's the most feared places in the city of Chicago. And I'm from the middle of this shit. I already know how to make money. I'm finna get these people to sample that they asking for. And these guys ask for too much for the sample. Now and now, and I don't want to focus too much on them, but um, like so, was this their biggest thing ever too? You know what yes. I'm saying? Yeah. So like they they just yes. wasn't probably mentally ready to be in that 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 realm. They they felt like I would take something from them all the while they're taking from me, and 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 the weird thing was, dog, I wasn't trying to get. I was offering them a sizable amount. For it to be way more than what they wound up with if they would have just did what I asked in the beginning. I mean, millions of dollars. That's crazy, man. It's almost like um, I had spoke with, with Tony Cottrell, which is a dude. He has a um, Black-owned comic book company. 
uh it's called advent comics but when we were sort of talking about the 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 way they create like a character you know what i'm saying when you think about the iconic characters like say like a spider-man a batman a lot of times you'll have a dude that comes in and like will draw the character right so like what you see that's what you say oh that's batman he got the bat on his chest and all that right but it'll be completely devoid of the personality that you come to know as that character right and so you get this argument of like well who actually created it because if what you see is batman i created but what you know is batman they created who's the mm -hmm. creator you know what i'm saying and in your instance I don't think that's hard to say well, i was gonna say in your instance it, it's almost like you did both you know what i'm saying mm. because it doesn't seem like they really gave you any type of like this is his personality or this is his cadence or this is how he acts and obviously the character looks like you because you're the person playing it so it's like you know what i'm saying it's, it's almost like all they did was say hey his name's toby jones and then like <laughs> you know what i'm saying and then from that point on it's all you man well, it was some words they would give me, but the words wouldn't always. All right, here's what it'll be like. Okay, it, in the very first video, um, it's a it's a point where they got me standing in front of this rusty ass car in this big ass yard. This is Jones big ass truck rental, and 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 they want me to get in this car, and I'm like, hey, I'm not even gonna get this motherfucking car. You know what I'm saying? So I was like, hey man, just turn the camera on. Because <laughs> I'm not finna get in this thing. Just turn the camera on. And they turn the camera on and I started talking. And that's what they kept. Now, there was other bits that they had that led up to that, that they honestly, the the in that first video, one of the funniest moments, and this is all they did. They said, push this shit down the steps. And I was like, oh, shit. I know exactly. Okay, come on, let's do it. And they put all the shit up there and they tell, that's what they tell me to do. Push the shit down the steps. And what I do is I push it down the steps and then I hold my hands out while the shit is falling. And I don't move until the last thing is no longer making any noise. And it's a bunch of shit in this box. So when you hear it, when you see it and it, bam, that's what they wanted was bam. I gave them bam and a long enough pause for everybody to understand how I don't give a fuck about the shit I just put away. This is a way of warning you who you doing business with. You dig what I'm saying? So I'm letting you know by no, I told your ass. You dig what I'm saying? And, right. and that is what they wanted to give you, but they didn't know how to do it. And they didn't give me any credit for any of that. All I was was an actor. Right. And it's evident, bro, because like, look who's still doing stuff. Who's still out here? Like, I mean, I haven't really heard. Of, I mean, maybe they are doing stuff, but if they are, I haven't heard of it. You know what it is? This is what's so weird. They have abandoned the Internet in their own kind of way because they're getting television jobs. You see uh... what I'm saying? They're getting freelance television jobs. And now they got children and families and stuff and their lives are going on great. And they got this thing that they could hold on to if something happened and somebody, oh yeah, we still got that. Let, let me show you. Well, here it is. And they can get what they can get out of it and I get nothing. Right, right. And I'm sure anybody that wanted to mess with them uh, in this specific realm, they're going to be like, okay, well, where, where's where's Toby? Where's where's he at? 
Like, oh, this dude ain't Toby. I, I seen Toby. That's not what Toby looked like. Who, who was this guy? You know what I'm saying? I didn't even think about it like that because that's probably why they ain't putting nothing outside on there. And let me just tell you this. This was really, damn, I didn't even think about this. Okay. If you go on their site right now, Big Dog Eat Child, if you go on there right now, all the shit on there that's new from the last year is all me. Damn. None of it is shit that they made up. It's all remixes of shit that we shot over the years. Wow, the remix. They they went the puffy route, just remixes. Absolutely. 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 That's exactly what they because they don't have any more material. I still could make something right now. That's why what I have decided to do was just start from scratch and build my own thing. Because these people, and because now I own the song, I have a basis to build it on. Now, this is what you know me for anyway. Right, right. And and the crazy part about it is, is um I had I've seen you around like for years, you know what I'm saying? Um, but I I think it was uh the big hurt thing you had did a couple years ago, a year ago or so. And uh I was like, oh damn, that's that dude. That's the <laughs> that's the dude I'll be seeing in the Facebook video. Man, man. Yeah, man, that was crazy. That was crazy. That was right after I was right after I stopped working at the jail. Right after I quit working at the jail, man. I was in the worst health I could possibly be in. And I'm sure in that jail environment, uh, even if you're physically healthy, I'm sure it's not good for your mental, for most people's mental health anyway. It really isn't. It it really isn't, man. It it is a rough place to be in. And and it, and what's amazing about it is, you know, it's kind of it's kind of like I'm equipped for brother to brother beef. You understand what I'm saying? I'm I'm equipped for that. I I'm like, okay, hold on. Let me let's talk about because I, I promise you, brother, I'm, I'm telling you from the bottom sides and top of my personal heart. I can't tell you no other motherfucker. But for me, anytime I went in on a situation, when I left, it was better than when I got there. You understand what I'm saying? If it's just me over there, I'm finna settle this shit. More times than I'm saying, like, it is 99.99% of the time when I came in on the joint, it's slowing down. That's why there was never any reason for violence. Even at our people's worst, they are not what they was putting on TV. Now, I ain't saying these niggas was angels, but I'm saying, given the situation, they should have never been able to be governed. Right, these right. Give a fuck about nobody that worked in there, including them. I mean, it just goes to show you, man, you show a little bit of humanity, you know, and people start acting human, you know what I'm saying? <clears throat> Not and, and if they saw and, and that was the man, dude, that's the whole weird thing about that whole situation. I it's so hard for me to explain it, but you have to take a side in a place that you don't need to take a side. You understand what I'm saying? In other words, you got to decide if you're going to be the dude that will slap the shit out of somebody for no reason or if you not. You have to right. decide if that's the dude you're going to be. Because for the first year, they're going to make sure you are. And then after you start looking around like, hold on, man, this happening too often. You know what I'm saying? Like, this bullshit y'all be doing, I can't, I can't be a part of this shit. 
Right. And then when you start acting like that, oh my God. If if I'd have been on the street, I'd have probably been dead. <laughs> Dude, the only thing that kept me okay was the brothers. I'm saying I'm fighting my supervisor. Just because they want you to be, they want you to be brutal and you're not trying to bring brutality. Now, they want you to be brutal. They want you to be cold-hearted. They want you to do exactly as they have written down in a motherfucking book. Like, they, they don't want you to just not be violent. They don't want you to be peaceful. They want you to submit. And because I'm not finna stand over my people, look, check this out, dog. What y'all need? Some draws? I'm finna go get y'all some draws, whatever y'all need. And I'm going to play cards. We cool? Yeah, we cool. I ain't even man ain't did shit. I'm saying we had an understanding. When I went in on an area, it wasn't going to be sloppy. Everybody going to eat. But outside of that, I don't give a fuck what you do. All of this bullshit they talking about, we got to do. Eh, fuck all that. Now, what I would get mad about is when they were sending them trays up, these motherfuckers wouldn't send them back. Like, come on, man. If all you ain't got to do shit but give me the tray, I'll put some food on it. <laughs> what they keeping the trays for? Just just make a seat out of it or some other craft shit that they would uh... make get out of that shit. You know, these motherfuckers brilliant, man. I'm saying they was br- uh, even at their worst, even at their worst, they was better than these other people working with me at their best. Well, let me ask you this, man. Um, with, with your experience in in that type of environment, um, do you does that give you sort of insight when you see like what we just went through in Memphis, where it's like pretty much like all black cops? That's what murdering, I'm talking about. You know this, what I'm saying? This is even worse because it's in a jail. You understand what I'm saying? Ain't no cameras in a lot of these buildings until recently. And then even the cameras got blind spots. These motherfuckers know where they are. So I'm saying, like, it, it, it is these, that's the shit I'm talking about. Like, hey man, I ain't finna do this shit no more. What the fuck y'all? And 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 I made it obvious. Like, hold on, wait, wait. Oh, y'all not gonna stop? Well, I'm getting the fuck out of here. This shit is over with. These niggas really didn't want to fight in the first fucking place. And I know that. Listen, let me tell you something, man. This is the honest to God truth. I went in on a situation and these cells are small. And most of the time, what I would do would be the first person in the cell. Not because I want to fight, because I don't want to fight. And when I walk in there and the niggas see me, they put their hands up. Because they know I'm not going to let this other shit happen. It's too small. And I'm 300 pounds. They can't get past me. And the nigga looking at me and it's another nigga on the top bunk. And he like scared. He don't know what to do. And he hit me. Now, the reason he hit me is because he wants this nigga on the top bunk to know he would hit the police. And this motherfucker hit me, but he didn't hit me. He hit me like this. And when he did that, I just grabbed him and I laid down on top of him and all of them was on my back trying to get to him. He ain't even swinging when we on the ground. When the shit was over, the motherfucker started leaving. I got up. And I took them to the dispensary to make sure they couldn't get to them. So, like, when you think about a situation like that, what are the chances that you just saved his life? He might not have saved his life, but he definitely would have been beat the fuck up. They was going to come in there and kick him and stomp on him when the fight was clearly over. 
clearly over. He wasn't even trying to hurt me. He was trying to stop these motherfuckers from hurting him. I got to prove something to these niggas and these motherfuckers is this the nigga to do it with. You ever ran into somebody after they get out on the street? Yeah, quite a few times, quite a few times, especially when I was younger and I'd be out with somebody like I might be out with some chick or something or my wife or something and 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 a dude would walk up to me and say hi and, and I didn't want nobody to know. So I'd be like, yeah, we used to work together. Cause he, cause some of these guys still look like they on rough times, you know, and others of them, they don't look like they rough, but you know they slick. <laughs> you know right, right. So, so, so she like, where you know him from, you know? <laughs> and I was like, oh yeah, I used to work with him, and that's because I don't want everybody else to know whatever his, his business. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But that's the truth, it, though. Okay. That's the truth. I used to work with him. He was a colleague. Yep. Colleague. Yes, yes, sir, yes, sir. It ain't nobody business. <laughs> I, I mean that's the type of humanity that these guys taught me you follow me i'm saying when i went in there i went in there thinking okay ronald reagan shit like i was i wasn't a ronald reagan kind of guy don't get me wrong but if you constantly see the facade of bullshit and you young some of it is harder to see through right especially because i was one of those black guys that they accepted all the time you follow me like I was the Bill Cosby dude. I had the slacks and the sweater shit in the 80s. My parents could afford to dress me in this shit. And because they could, and, and at one point I had a car fairly young. At one point when I would go places and the police would pull me over, they they looking at me because these the jump out boys. They didn't even have to really stop me in the first fucking place. But when they jump out and see me with a baby, you know, a baby chair in the back of the car, and and I ain't got shit, and they ain't got no record of me ever doing anything in my whole life. This ain't the nigga to fuck with. We got to find other niggas. And just as they would come fuck with me, they'll leave. So I'm thinking, well, if you ain't doing shit, I guess they don't fuck with you. Not even giving any thought to the fact that the way you look is the reason why they ain't fucking with you. Yeah, that's deep, bro. That's deep, but that's true. And I mean, to a certain extent, it, it's still like that, you know, for, for the individuals they want to target. Because um, it's real funny, you know, when we look at certain things that happen in our country, there's a, a definitely a demographic that's more prone to do this type of thing, but they don't really be getting, uh you know, collared around the neck and harassed just to check and see if they're doing that thing at this time. You know what I'm saying? January 6th. Um, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like school mass shootings, uh, you know what I'm saying? Things of this nature. Like we're, we're not just, Hey man, you, you're a awkward looking white dude that, that looks like you don't got friends. Let, let me see if you got 10 guns in your car. Like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but when they do it to you, that's the way they keep security. <laughs> right. Right. Meanwhile, the school shooter done drove right on past us. Oh, my God. Yep. Yep. Remy, shoot him now. Remy, now. <laughs> hey. Man, you know there's people out there that have never seen higher learning? Oh, my God. That's amazing, man. How could you have not? Right? Right? Wow. Um, yeah. But so uh, definitely, definitely uh, everybody check out. What uh, Don't you have? Aren't you touring right now? 
I am touring. I am. I am on the Save Toby Jones tour. We also got a little store called Save Save Toby Jones Tour.com. I'm just about to update the website and uh, put up the stuff from the store and the tour dates. Uh, we are putting up the commercials this week. Gotcha. Gotcha. Um, so, I mean, do you mind telling us, like, do you have cities already picked out? You're hitting like oh, um, right now I'm in Indianapolis uh, for the 10th and the 11th and on the 14th um, there for Valentine's Day. Then I'm in uh, I'm at the Laugh Factory and then I'm on the radio on WCPT uh the week of the 26th i will i i'm sorry i will put together uh, you caught me a little bit off guard i i was uh i will put together some with everything on it and i'll get it too definitely definitely man um so the big news well first of all uh everybody already knows that's why the the titles usually say like florida man right florida's on some other type shit i don't know um, some people say it might be the, the spirits of the, the ancestors they fucked over in Florida. That's why they, they can't have no peace down there, like, ever. Uh, if it's not something environmental, it's something political. If it's not something political, it's something racial. Like, they just, they will never know peace in Florida until they do right. What, what, what my girl saying, color purple, to you do right by me? Like, you know what I'm saying, bro? Florida's under that, bro. Like, somebody gonna put a hex on them. Um... And they ain't learned a damn thing. <laughs> Not a damn thing, bro. I'm sure you've heard about this nurse situation, right? Yes. Oh, my God. Wow. Okay. Let me let me just, let me, can, can I, I, I got a few questions. All right. They said that the boy had given them some more signs. What were the warning signs? Did anybody know what they were? Uh, What, what are we talking about now? I'm sorry. Oh, oh, wait a minute. You're talking about the, the ones down in Florida who didn't have no licenses. Yeah, what, what was you talking about? Oh. Oh, shit. I thought we was talking about some, uh, you know what? I'm sorry. It's a whole other thing I'm talking about. You know what? I'm high as hell. Please forgive me. I, <laughs> I have totally lost that train of thought. I don't even remember what it was. All right. Well, shit. I hope you come back to it because now I'm, 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 I'm wondering. I'm like, hold on. What, what did he know about? That I don't know about. <laughs> um. But yeah, on the on the nurse tip, bro. Like, uh, the well, first of all, Ron DeSantis, governor of Florida, right? Um, which I just found out not too long ago. Apparently, this dude was at Gitmo, like force feeding people that were on a mm. hunger strike. Which I'm just like, oh, so this dude's half a war criminal. Um, but then he comes out and says, you know, there's no his there, what is that? There's no educational value in AP African American studies courses. And then like a week later, we find out, oh, Florida got three or four universities is just mailing out degrees for nursing. <laughs> just mailing them out, bro. We need more nurses. <laughs> right. Like the like you remember the uh the old school uh was it like the Columbia House where you send them a penny and they send you like 10 CDs? Okay, wait, wait, okay. L listen, I'm not justifying this shit. I'm just telling you why they did it. These people that took everything from down there. They ain't got no doctors or nothing anymore. <laughs> they can't go see nobody if they get sick. If you don't live in a nice space, you're gonna probably be fucked up if you get sick. And rural hospitals are closing all over America because they've made healthcare private. 
So now they got a whole lack of a lot of shit that poor people can't even look like they get. So, all right, let me make you a bunch of nurses so you motherfuckers shut the fuck up. Get some of this Obamacare money and do something else with it. I guess, bro. And you actually not to not to go on a tangent, but when you said that, it actually triggered something in my mind because it's like what what industry in America has went to the for profit model and got better? <laughs> Even the it got or anything around it, everything yeah. around it got worse. Right. Fucking prison system, the healthcare system, the school system—like none of these things improved <laughs> when they became bad. yeah everything for profit. Oh my god, and everything, just everything. Oh my god, but you know what? In the way of profit, though, I mean, capitalism did its thing. Oh yeah, capitalism is gonna capitalize. You know what I'm saying? That that's what it's gonna do. Um, and I, I get, I guess the argument would be it got better for the people making the money off of it, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. But who were the same people who could took advantage of it? Who probably got the laws passed to get it that way anyway? Long but, as y'all think I could say it's better for you and I can make some money, okay, we'll let you have it. Right, right. Um, it's just crazy, bro. But like, my whole thing is so. Are these the I mean I want to say they're victims, they're not victims though, because obviously you know you didn't take the goddamn class, right? Like right. you like if you got the degree, so you're you're a fellow conspirator, right? Um, I'm sure the nurses is gonna be the ones that actually catch you know charges oh, yeah. if anybody does. Oh, yeah, right? yeah. Well, like we talked about earlier, you're right, they probably everywhere too. Like what yeah. what if just because you got your nur- nursing license there. You could took that license. I guess you could took it anywhere, couldn't you? All, as long as you took a little class, or whatever. To, well, the the article the article I read said that uh, they found a bunch of them in New uh, New Jersey, New York, and Rhode Island. Oh wow! So, yeah, so you already know there's some there. I'm wow, sure there's beautiful. some in Florida, right? Cause... Yep, yep. They gotta be. They in Florida, <laughs> right? Right. You know what I'm saying? Shit. That's where they probably started, right there. Oh, y'all need some? Okay, let me get y'all some right quick. <laughs> hey, everybody's gonna start side eyeing that nurse that can't get the vein. They gonna be like, hold on now. <laughs> Is you one of them? <laughs> oh man. Oh man. Now this is where you put the racist nationality joke. <laughs> oh, for real? Okay, look, let me hear it, bro. Let me hear you. It's good. Yeah, actually, actually, it's a good question, bro. Do you think, like, how many of these do you think were women of color or nurses of color? Or do you think you think we was, I don't think I, it was many at all? Especially based on where they were, they probably had they probably had mob connections or some shit, right? Probably, because it probably was a limited amount of people, but I bet you it was a lot of that limited amount. Right, right, all right. The same people who had the same social connections. There you go, the social connections. Because somebody had to tell you, hey, you know, you really don't got a da 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 da. You know what I'm saying? And if they all in the same little clusters, <laughs> and don't take that many people to get it out there. You know, I know a place. <laughs> hey, in that that they did that same shit with the uh with the fake uh COVID vaccinations, right? And with the real COVID vaccinations, where they had the people <laughs> pretending to be like low income and shit, so they could get their shot. 
Oh shit! They motherfuckers selling them cards and shit. Bruh, yeah, yeah, for real, man, for real. It's like you know what? It's weird. I feel like they're gonna look back on like the twenty early twenty twenties as like the scamming era, bruh. Because it was like everybody was scamming in all just different ways. Like you had the COVID scams. We got the nursing scams. You got your tried and true just credit card scams, right? We had the yeah, vax card I scams. We had the, and then you got the the crazy, crazy people that would then say, well, COVID itself was a scam. Like, I'm, whatever. Um, bruh, but it's just like, dude, this was the, 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 little, the little scamming golden age, man. I, you know what? In a, in a lot of ways, I guess I have to agree with you. Because, I mean, scamming, you know, it's been, people been hustling folks forever. Like, well before, you know, we, yeah, I, I'm sure it was a lot worse when it was hand-to-hand because you got to do it faster. You know, you got to do it in real time. Now you can do it, broadcast your hustle. You know what I mean? Right. So, um, so I guess it would probably been harder to do it back then. But at the, on the other hand. Oh, hold on, hold on. I forgot about the, the biggest one, bro, the PPP scam. Boy, they killed them with that one, didn't they? Right? <laughs> look, look, but that's the thing. Okay, just like everything else, brothers and sisters, let's be honest. Just because you know some niggas that hit their ass, don't mean it was as many niggas as we thought it was. I'm saying, that's because these niggas putting the shit on TV. You know what I'm saying? If, if, it, it can't be no worse than the hustles they putting on the government themselves, but, but even more than that, it was way more foreign people getting in money. Yep. Way more foreign people getting that money. But if they need to have a face of the people that was doing it, yeah, we were doing dumb shit in the street, like buying them dumb ass little cars and shit with the three wheels, you know. No hate on the three wheel car niggas if you could afford it before you got a COVID check. But I'm just saying, if right, you right. that, open up some shit that you're gonna make some money with. Don't and know. I I know you saw how many uh politicians had the PPPs too, right? Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Man, I'm opening the spigot. I'm getting my water first, nigga. <laughs> right. And none of them got prosecuted, uh, interestingly enough. You know what I'm saying? You dig it? Ain't feel it. Exactly. I ain't I ain't been seeing too many people get popped yet. Uh I mean, the only people I really like, I think uh I'm you know, in Tennessee, I think locally, I think I saw like maybe one or two people. Mostly I saw celebrities or rather mm-hmm. people that that used to be known as a celebrity they still sort of got a name they're still famous you know what i'm saying like what's my man's name from uh the the r&b group pretty ricky like you know what i'm saying like uh loving hip-hop level celebrity type people you know what i'm saying people that they just not locking up yeah pretty much man at least from what i know you know what i'm saying i I haven't done a deep dive into ppp prosecutions but uh (laughs) you know what i'm saying i'm sure i'm sure they got some what what's my man? My man got uh locked up too. I don't think it was tied to COVID necessarily, but the uh Chrisleys, you know the little oh, yeah, uh, they put, man, they popped him dead in the forehead, didn't they? <laughs> hey, it makes me wonder. He he must have pissed somebody off, bro, because they yeah. usually don't they usually don't go at the suburbanites that hard. You know what I'm saying? Hey man, I mean, cause he made he pretty much was out there what he was. <laughs> you know what I mean? So they didn't have that on him. Right. So finally gave him something like man, you know I don't know. At at this point, I, I I feel like why fake like you could afford some shit when you could take the shit you got and make it work where you could afford some shit. <laughs> you know because but but because the shit that you can actually make happen don't fit with the TV show lifestyle that you've been, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. 
Like it's it's all about like nobody nobody wants to get embarrassed, man. You know what I'm saying? So I don't know, man. I just feel like you you could get that same lifestyle from the production company. Like they'll pay for a lot of this shit. You think what I'm saying? Like like you know what I mean? Like like I don't know. It just seemed like to me if you could get it down to a manageable amount of gluttony. <laughs> right, <laughs> right. Because it's just television. It's, you only got to make a shot look a certain way. Well, bro, it's like, do you are you up to date with this Andrew Tate? Saga, do you know anything about this? All right, so it's this dude, Andrew Tate. Um, he's almost become like a little hero, or I mean, I I guess he is like they look up to this goofy dude. Um, like obviously I'm biased, right? But he uh he became a hero, a hero to like the little like red pill community. I don't know if you're familiar with what that is, but it's like uh like honestly, bro, it's like a he-man woman haters club, bro. Really, they just be on some like you know, women are trash and, and men get shitted on in today's society. And, you know, which I'm not saying that none of this stuff is true, but it's like, to me, it almost screams like the white people who say reverse racism because HBCUs exist, right? Like any issue they have with women, unless it's like an extreme situation, most times it's like, bro, that's not something that they, this is not a system they set up. So how you mad at them for like being in the system? Like, like, um, but anyway, long story short. So Andrew Tate was one of these dudes and like, quote unquote, high value man has a lot of money. Uh, you know, uh, don't date women over 30 cause they're broken. They're leftovers, you know, just type shit like that. Mm-hmm. So anyway, this motherfucker gets popped in Romania for having a sex trafficking operation, right? And, uh, you know, there's, oh, he got set up. The the Matrix turned against him. They're trying to, like, frame him. They're trying to set him up and all this bullshit. And it's like, um, like, people are, like, really going hard about this. You know what I'm saying? Like, they, they vehemently feel like this dude is just this great, great, virtuous guy. It's like, well, he has so much money. He has so much wealth. Why would he risk it all to to sex traffic women? Greed, dummy. Like, what do you mean? Like, bro, the richest man in the world is still trying to get more money. Why? Greed. Like, I don't, it's like people don't understand, like, the concept of greed. Like, that shit's been with us forever. I don't disagree that greed is a part of it, but to me, more than the greed, because I, I get the greed. I'm, I'm sure there's a, you know, if you could create a pipeline of women that you could abuse to that degree, it would be profitable. Yes. But but I'm saying to be able to do it, like to be able to decide that this person is a commodity, that 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 is the degree of evil that I don't think needs to be amplified. Like if this is the same guy that you that I think I've seen some things about this fella. This was the was he a white dude? He's mixed. Uh his dad, I think, is like Jamaican or something, and his mom's like white, I think. Is he a comedian? No, he's not a comedian. Oh, he was a professional oh, kickboxer. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, it's a white boy that's got the same MO. That's a, a comic. I can't think of his name, but he got this greasy looking hair. And they come to find out where well, he wasn't doing this thing in Romania or nothing like that. But he was, he was, I, I gotta find his name, man. But he he was like messing with young chicks. And then the receipts start popping up. 
and I think now he didn't shut up and now he a family man now with his kids and I just want to be with my babies and leave me alone. <laughs> he did all this shit. And while he's doing that, he's still texting chicks like, hey, can I come over there? You know, <laughs> really? I'm like, man, dude, you, and, and he's one of those, like, um, he may not be, he may not be the level of uh, that dude that that used to be on, oh, the Rogan dude, uh, Joe Rogan. He might be that, but he probably in that atmosphere. They probably hang out together, and I cannot think of the dude. Are you talking dude. about? Uh, was this like a couple, like a year or two ago, like Chris D'Elia? Yeah, that dude. Yeah, that's who I was. I was like, God damn, that's okay. like a Chris D'Elia type of situation. Yeah, that's exactly who I'm talking about. Like, whatever happened to that dude? Uh, I mean, I think he had to sit the fuck down, bro. Um, I I don't think I think with him. He was never in a situation where he had actually done anything illegal that had come to light, but it was the the grooming of like, you know what I'm saying? Like, oh, how are you like 15? I was like, oh, da, da, da. you know what I'm saying? I'll, I'm still going to talk to you and we'll just be buddies. And it's like, yo, my man, uh, 15 year old, you're not related to like, yeah, it ain't nobody. And like, you know what I'm saying? Like, but honestly, the same thing with Drake. Drake got in trouble for that shit, too. Uh, reaching mm. out to to the like teenage little celebrities, like old girl that was on a uh, what's that show, Stranger Things and shit like that. Mm. Now I will say this with Drake, you might be able to make the argument that as a former child star, he was just you know reaching out to da da da. But some of them messages was like pretty like oh I'm waiting till you're 18 or some shit like that bro oh, you know, like yeah, that's kind of not right <laughs> yeah you know what i'm saying like like the only time that shit probably like could be said is if it's like a motherfucker like hey you want to join the army i'm just waiting till you're 18 you know what i'm saying like some <laughs> shit like that's that still creepy that's still hey creepy. yeah that, that is that is still predatory you are right yeah, that's predatory that's as fuck creepy. yeah I remember I was a victim of the shit. That's why. <laughs> hey man, they had. Hey, they had this. They had. You know, it was everything around you. When I was a young man, told me that if I became a part of the military, it would be the cornerstone of a great American life. That's interesting. Everything I'm saying, like they had these commercials and shit. When they really needed people, they live. They they raised the level of um advertising. So they had like this dude that was like, it might have even been Luther Vandross. So he was singing the shit. Be all that you can be. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> it wasn't none of this dumb shit when they don't need people. An army of one. Get the fuck out of here. What the fuck is that? That don't right. make no sense. It it take more than one of you motherfuckers to do any of this shit. But what it does do, it the, now that they've mechanized killing, certain shit they ain't got to do as much of. But you're still going to need some people to go in here on foot and, and kill everybody who don't submit. You know what, man? I, I think it might be cultural, too, because I think that whole army of one thing was sort of trying to play on, like, Call of Duty and, like, video games, you know what I'm saying, mm -hmm. where... It's like all these military videos, which, by the way, I'm pretty sure I read a couple years ago, like the military definitely like helps fund fucking like games like that and shit. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Um, and I but, always and they most definitely the ones I see, they look like they always in urban settings where they running from room to room shooting that shit. Right. Like sometimes the Middle East, sometimes Eastern Europe. Interesting. <laughs> 
Um, but no, I was gonna say, bro, when you brought up the point that they up the advertisement budget in times of need, I think sometimes in times of need they also lower the requirements of the the individual trying to join themselves because. When 9 11 happened, didn't Bush basically say, like, get out of jail free card? Like, motherfuckers be in the in the courtroom and they'd be like, look, you can do this through the five or uh, you can go over to Fallujah. <laughs> like, didn't that happen? Did I make that up? I don't know, brother. I, I can't say it don't. It didn't. I just know that it, it, I could tell you this. It did used to be that way. So they may have lowered shit once it got into that point, but I do know. They didn't have to look for people. People started running to go do it. Right, right. Like it was like, oh, I see my patriotic duty. We ain't had this. My generation's call to American, you know, greatness and shit. Running and then, shit. Then you find out the Taliban offered to turn this motherfucker over right after 9-11 happened. <laughs> and you're just like, what? And we just left. We just left when Biden got elected and they offered to give us this money. The dude's been dead since fucking the Obama's second term. And we just now leaving this year? Bank, what are we doing? <laughs> the same shit we tell everybody else they wrong for doing. <laughs> hey, hey. Let me tell you something, bro. That's so profound, boy. I tell you, that, that whole thing that you taught me the other day, I think you should probably talk about it right now. I don't know, bro. Like, refresh my memory. What were we talking about? The fact that this is not a democracy. This is not a Christian nation. Mm. This is a capitalist nation. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, like, it is, bro. Because it's like, it's crazy because, like, capitalism is an economic system, right? It's not a governance system. It's not a, uh, it's not a religious system. But right. yet, and again, a lot of times, the majority of times when people talk about the idea of America or what America is supposed to represent, it's framed in these capitalist terms, right? And it's like, bro, this doesn't make any sense. Like, we're supposed to be a democracy, we're supposed to be a republic. And then they even say, oh, we're a Christian nation. And it's then anytime any of those ideals go against what capitalism demands, we immediately just say, fuck that. Where's the money at? Like, you know what I'm saying? It's crazy. It's crazy. Like, pardon the pun, but it's like, literally, we buy into this idea of having these higher standards. And it's like, not true at all. Our food is fucked up. Like, if you go to different parts of the world, specifically like Europe, they have higher standards for everything, mm -hmm. food, vegetable, or excuse me, meat, vegetables, uh, fish. Like, our fish is fucking full of mercury. Our mm -hmm. meat is full of fucking steroids. Our <laughs> vegetables are drowning in pesticides. But they will tell you we're the greatest country on the face of the earth <laughs> when every measurable standard of that greatness, we keep falling lower and lower. And they always harken back to this time where it's supposed to be like at this time, everything was great. And if we did everything the way we did it at this time, everything would stay great forever. Right. Mm -hmm. And then you look at that time and nothing about that time speaks to. Well, for instance. 
if you look at Eisenhower, right? Eisenhower tax rate, 90%. 90%, right? But that 90% Eisenhower tax rate is the reason why in the 60s and 70s, the majority of Americans were like, I'm middle class. Or the majorities who were saying I'm middle class were able to say I'm middle class. It's because we had this fucking 90% corporate tax rate, right? So we've lowered that. We've lowered that. We've lowered that. It's damn near diminished now. Even if we have a corporate tax rate, how many corporations actually pay taxes, right? And then we wonder... Hey, why do we keep slipping? Oh, our schools are getting bad because we've taken God out of schools or possibly because you've taken the funding away from them. Because, you know, you got these religious schools. I don't see where academically they're blowing public schools out of the water, but I see where their funding is. My man, you have touched on so very many topics that I would have to work back because that's the last thing you addressed. There's well, okay. There's two things that they they primarily are trying to do all the time is get the money back that they spit that the government spends and pay as little taxes on that shit as they can. Now, this is the people who actually run shit. So if they figure out where you're gonna say you're gonna try to make life better, they're gonna find a way to put a capitalist between you and that shit so that that person can make all the money. Now, that person got to know somebody because they're not just going to get that job to anybody. Now, it'd be other niggas that could take ancillary, you know, you can get some of the crumbs. But the primary joint is always going to be one dude that's going to be leading most of the industry by, like, let's say he'll have 20 or 30 percent of it. And that's the way it is in everything. These few people control everything. Now, the dude that's in charge of this particular discipline is going to find a way to get all of the money that the government ever spends on that thing. And, and and this is how they keep running government because they are the ones who financing for the candidates. None of it means anything. It is a huge house of cards. And then when y'all start going out and actually voting and start getting people that they didn't want in office, then they just want to like, okay, y'all had a little vote thing. We didn't, we didn't, we didn't fought this as best we can. Now we're gonna keep fighting the good fight, but I tell you what, here's our fail safe. Let's get the courts. They looked that black man in the face and told, we ain't giving you shit. And it was nothing he could do about it. Because they had never done it to anyone else in the history of America. And I dig. I'm not saying that that dude was good for anybody other than America. Because he was great for America. But he wasn't really great for us. Now, I'm sure there's ancillary production that being close to him you get. And I'm not saying that the man was a bad man. Well, who we talking about? I'm talking about Obama. Okay, okay. He ain't really did a damn thing. So in all the all of that, all the like like all of the pushback we get from him being president, and all of the and all of the judges we didn't get from him being president, and all of it, we really didn't get anything but health care for everybody. For for everybody, everybody could get it if you could pay for it. Hey, yeah, I, I, and I agree with you. I, I agree with you. I definitely have issues with the Obama administration. I will say one thing um, that I wasn't necessarily fully cognizant of until recently, which I probably should have been. I just I didn't pay attention. Um, they pretty much like like there have been other presidents where it's like, you know, hey, we're not really going to work with you. or We're going to try to fight against your agenda. Right. But with this specific president. It was all sort of standing traditions and all this shit that they just mm -hmm. said, fuck it. We don't care. 
we're not going to do this. You know what I'm saying? Um, So I'll give him that because if if they don't do that, then Roe versus Wade is probably not overturned because Obama gets his his Supreme Court nominees. Right. Or at least at least they get to be heard like they didn't even let him be heard. You know what I'm saying? Um, Hey, man, let let, let me just add this to your thought, because this is where the truth is. That's why they have conservative think tanks. They already knew that the numbers was going to change and they weren't going to be able to keep America in the way of numbers. Now you got to find another way to control it. And then right. in the beginning, they wrote it so only a few people control a lot. <coughs> You're right. House of Representatives should have been expanded because each one of these motherfuckers represent way more motherfuckers than they ever were before. And not only that, that means that when you gerrymander them, you could take a whole bunch of people, put them in a whole area that ain't even their area. To make sure that you dilute the vote anyway. So it's gerrymandered and then you got the courts. So at right. what point does your vote really matter? That's true. And also, um, it's it's weird because you hear all the time about like, oh, they're trying to get this done, and so-and-so groups blocking it, so-and-so groups blocking it. I've never heard the CBCs blocking any type of legislation. Like this don't work with the con- Congressional Black Caucus. Like, this don't work with the Congressional Black Caucus, so all its members are not going to, you know what I'm saying? I've never heard that. Like, the, like it's weird. Like, I would really love to talk to them and be like, yo, like, maybe they just don't report on it, but, like, why does it seem like y'all never flex? Everybody else flex. Margie Taylor mm-hmm. Green will flex on their ass all day, look dumb as mm-hmm. hell doing it, mm-hmm. and still get her fucking way, bro. Mm-hmm. Like, it don't make no yep. sense. Yep. Like, like, have you noticed Sorry, no, I'm not even going there, bro. That's gonna be a whole nother tangent. Go ahead. Go ahead. What, what I was gonna say is like I remember growing up, it seemed like the Republican Party always had some goofy ass woman. It would always be a woman, and it, she would be this goofy ass lady that would come out and say the goofiest, most extreme shit, and they would just sort of be like, Yeah, you know, whatever. Uh the first one I can really remember is Michelle Bachman from Minnesota. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying, and then it was like, but it, but, but they never really let them have a forefront. They would just sort of let them oh, say they crazy the shit, fringe. right? The fringe, yeah. But then it was Palin, and then Palin became a little bit more accepted because she's the VP nominee, and yeah. I feel like that's a direct line to where we are with Lauren Boebert and Marjorie Taylor Green now. But they get to talk out loud, but they still the mm-hmm. goofy person saying the goofy ass shit. And the internet has has um has manufactured their I mean magnified their platform. Yeah, but it's like it's like bro, it's like we don't even got standards no more. Or I would say it seems like the right doesn't even have standards anymore. Like, bro, could you imagine when you or I were growing up, if somebody running for office had a spouse who had been uh, arrested for exposing themselves to a minor? Like Bobart's husband pulled his dick out at a bowling alley to a minor, bruh. How you still get elected? How you how she get elected when she has liens against her property, and then they show that she paid off the liens with campaign funds for her fucking sports bar? Mm. How the fuck are you still here? How is George Santos allowed to be seated as an elected representative when you got warrants in Brazil, my nigga? <laughs> Like, not no misdemeanor warrants, bro. You got felony warrants from Brazil. They're looking for you. Them pe- policia is looking for your ass, bro. 
and you up here in the House of Representatives. <laughs> Wait a minute. Hold on. Let me just say this. Once again, we have been lulled into a false sense of security. I don't, I don't, I don't know. For me, I don't really give a fuck that George W. Bush could sit down at the table across from Queen Elizabeth. What I give a fuck about is the shit that he actually doing that's fucking my people up. So these new motherfuckers, just because they honest, it really, it, it's like, and, 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 and because we came from an era from like the 19, the mid-1960s to now, we ain't really seen these people act like they normally act. Now they are just organizing and becoming who they always have been. All this time, what we thought being able to sit next to them was going to be cool. And it is. I, it honestly culturally is. But but commercially, it don't do shit for you. Like and, and, and it's hard to love people and feel that way. Like, hey, I got a lot of people that I love that don't matter the color, but the fact of the matter is this shit is not designed for me to win. So the moment I start concentrating on me winning is the moment that our friendship get, you know, shaky. Mm -mm. Then we wasn't friends. Because again, the system makes you think I'm supposed to be subservient. Yeah. I mean, um, yeah, it, it, it's, it's evident when you see stuff like, uh, like Marjorie Taylor Greene, once again, says some shit like, oh, these, these Jewish space lasers from the was it the Rothschilds or some shit she said <laughs> and then like like they're like oh that's messed up you know what I'm saying and that, and that pretty much ends it but it, Ilhan Omar when she made the comment oh it's all about the Benjamins they're like oh that's anti-semitic right and it's like well damn Puffy made a whole fucking song that was a top 100 hit talking about all about the bit was he being anti-semitic when he said the shit I think she was talking about fucking money capitalism right Right, which is the sacred cow. Oh, you've you've attacked the cap. Oh man, so now we're gonna shut your ass down. Mm -hmm. Yep, capitalism. It's so crazy, man. That you mentioned all that because, oh man, all of these things are nothing but illustrations of time of that moment in history. The fact that Louis Armstrong could come into a joint and play, but none of us could go see him at the joint he playing in making the most money. Then what we do, recreate joints where he come play for us, make all that money. Well, you decide what happens around you because you making the money, and we was making money and getting other people involved and made whole towns and they came and tore that shit down. And then we try to do it again. Then what to do? We gonna y'all want to be sitting next to us? At, okay, come on over, sit next to us. We couldn't wait to give all our money to them. And time after time, our leaders are telling us this, man. Everybody, I mean, the, the, the dudes who raised me was telling me this when I was a little dude at their foot. And I'm saying, I, I don't dislike nobody. But I'm saying, in order for us to make it in this system, we got to take capitalism way more serious than any other, other thing. I don't give a shit if you got a dick. I don't give a shit about none of that other shit. How can we make some money together? Because that's exactly how all of they do. You made an oil baron the president. And then what happened? Oh, my God. Gas prices went up. How much yeah. more stupid shit do we got to live through? 
Well, it's, it's, it's a, a micro version of that. In Tennessee, uh, Bill Lee's our governor, right? And Bill Lee is a cattleman. That's where he got his money from, right? Okay. So during the pandemic, you know, he's one of those Republicans that was like pretty much not really trying to do shit. Oh, you know, it's going to fade away and da 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 da, all this bullshit. Mind you, I think his wife has cancer. Keep this mm. in mind. Mm. Um, right? So, like, he, he was so anti-forcing anything, anti-closing anything, blah, blah, blah. So then it comes out that this dude had ordered uh, emergency vaccinations for all his cattle. Mm. Mm. So it's like, it's like, hold up, wait. So you understand when you're talking about your cattle, your money, your property, that this vaccination is going to help them not all die. But the state that you govern, eh, let them make the choice for themselves. <laughs> it's like, okay, bro, that's cool and all, but like, um, you do realize that like the deaths resulting from people not being vaccinated are, are gonna be like on you. They reelected this dude. They reelected this goofy motherfucker. Freedom. Like, it's hey. too many. Let me tell you something, bro. You, you ever notice how, do you know why the, the Watergate shit actually happened? Uh, of the white people in a room that decided that this motherfucker went too far. Now, when you put a chick that looked like Elon Omar and, and the chick down here in St. Louis, all these fine-ass black women telling you, no, nah, this ain't the way this shit should be. Now, all of a sudden, the rule of law is not enough. Back then, the rule of law was enough because it was white men administering the law. There you go. There you go. They're not playing with us. Capitalism. If you got a yes up, boss, and get around and get to your part of capitalism, get to your part of capitalism. But here's the crazy part, bro. Other places have capitalism. It's like we have this fucking cannibalistic capitalism, mm -hmm. bro. Like, okay. like other places do it, and it's not this destructive force mm -hmm. in their society. That's right. Because this is that that shit they talk about. They get it to as close as that laissez-faire shit as they can get it. You ain't lying, bro. You ain't lying. But I guess it, I was gonna say, I guess it makes sense if they can believe in an invisible hand to control the economy and they can believe in an, an invisible man to control morality. Like, it, <laughs> it, it, I guess it makes sense, right? Like, you, you don't, it, it, whatever. But it's like, nah, bro, we need institutions, we need mechanisms. Like, you can't, we can't just trust this to motherfuckers better, or better angels. You know what I'm saying? They've proven that their better angel is trying to get paid. Like, uh, I'm a Star Trek fan. There's a race in Star Trek called a Ferengi. Their whole society is based on the accumulation of profit. And I don't know if you've ever seen me say it on Facebook, uh, but I'll be like, bro, we Ferengis. Like, we're fucking Ferengis, bro. Mm -hmm. Like, if you look at our history, at no point in time was there something we were not willing to sell to get money. Mm-hmm. Including... Okay, when I was coming up as a young man, everybody was concerned. And, and, oh my God, that's probably, probably okay. Let me just tell you this: 
when I was a young man, everybody out here was concerned, and I didn't live out in LA then, about how Chinese people were buying up Los Angeles. Everybody on the planet was good. I mean, everybody, every American, all they, all these foreigners is buying. And what they did was they built up a bunch of shit in downtown that people out here didn't like. Like these people like shit to be long and they built up some tall shit. So didn't nobody buy shit down there for years. And a lot of people starting to come here now and they may be from the East Coast and they'll buy some of this shit. So now all of the homeless people down there, they're going to push them in another direction. Now, I'm not saying that no more homeless down there. But this area that was full of homeless and ain't there no more. And now the homelessness are starting to multiply. And, and all of this shit, I mean, like, it's a homeless encampment down the street for me. It is amazing. And I'm saying you can see the actual effects of the neglect that the system has gotten from capitalism. Because Ronald Reagan told y'all, y'all didn't have to put crazy people nowhere. Put them on the street. They had mental health facilities up until Ronald Reagan. Yeah. I mean, that's a fact. That's a fact. Um, then they act like we ain't been in pandemic for the past two years. And that's other, there's, there's parts of the economy that they don't control, that they don't act, they act like it don't exist because they don't have to act like it exists. So every hustler that got his money off the street, now he can't hustle because ain't nobody on the street. Now, all these people are hurt. So what are they going to do? They're going to do what they know how to do, strong arm. They don't take none of that in consideration. All they talk about is how much crime is in Chicago and how much they mention none of the neglect that went into, man, you could buy whole blocks in Chicago where ain't nobody living on the block. And you could reimagine that shit for yourself because ain't nobody, and for whatever reason, they ain't selling to nobody for some reason. Right. Um, when you speak of the homeless, like I, I think that's I mean, I, I experienced it like when you what you're describing, uh I could just as easily have you be talking about Knoxville right now because um the homeless uh, population used to be centered around I think it was like a mission uh that they had, um, and it was like this bridge that was right next to the mission, you know what I'm saying? Downtown is where most of the times you would see the homeless people. Um, and like yeah, Cher Cherry Street, MLK, and basically when Colorado legalized and California legalized, we started seeing a bunch of people from Colorado and California buying up property here. Mm. And where'd they go buy up the property? They bought it in the most depressed areas, a.k.a. Mm. gentrification. So once they did the gentrification, all of a sudden... The city decides, hey, we don't really like homeless people being in this area they've been for the last 15 years. You know what I'm saying? So now we're going to push them out. So they started pushing them out. So now when I'm driving down my street, it doesn't have sidewalks because it wasn't designed for pedestrian traffic. Mm -hmm. I got to be worried because on each side of my street, I got somebody walking down it, usually multiple people, sometimes in a single file line, sometimes side by side. Damn, I'm about to catch a vehicular homicide case because y'all don't want to look at homeless people. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, if you're gonna if you're gonna do policies to move them, at least make the area you're moving them to conducive to pedestrian traffic. I mean, Jesus, bro, what are y'all doing? What capitalism calls for? 
Right. And and it's so crazy, bro, because when you talk about like, I'm not really a conspiracy theorist. Uh, I believe in conspiracies uh, like Cointelpro, uh, Iran Contra, like, but those aren't theories, right? They happen. Tuskegee. Mm-hmm. Th- yeah. Those are, those are things that happen. There was a conspiracy. Um, yeah. But you talk about Reagan uh, ending um, the uh, mental health facilities, right? The federally mm-hmm. uh, subsidized mental health facilities. Reagan ends that. Um, we could talk about um, that time period. What what's the what's the correlation between a whole bunch of mental uh, people with mental health issues roaming the streets with no care to someone getting the idea of hey why don't we have private prisons that you can buy and sell in the stock market right because a large part of the private p- prison industry is contracts that mandate a certain amount of sales be filled at all times or the municipality actually gets penalized financially right so what 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 happened first uh the streets flooded with mentally ill people or someone making a deal that you have to have certain amount of beds why would you sign that unless you already know we're going to do everything we can to ensure these beds are filled? Okay. Uh, wow. That that uh, the, it's a chicken and the egg kind of because it was a whole bunch of shit that they did at the same time. That sort of some of it they did that made the other shit happen. But I don't know if they knew all of it was going to happen. First of all, um. It was if you got to remember in the seventies, it was a whole lot of black people doing really well buying houses and shit in areas. That means white folks had to move, so it's a lot of white folks getting angry about having to move. Right? They don't want to do it no more. They are getting tired of this shit, especially in a city like Chicago. There's only so much land, so they man, look, we didn't get these motherfuckers the whole south side. We didn't get these motherfuckers the whole west side. We got the lake still, but even they got part of the lake. You know, it's it's becoming a it, I'm saying churches would get together and organize to keep niggas out the neighborhood. Churches. Oh, yeah. And so all this stuff is going on at the same time. And at that same time, these people bring out crack because they into it with these people in Central America. So now the crack is starting to make its way across the country at the same time that Reagan has decided a whole lot of shit y'all used to have to do, y'all ain't got to do no Shit that costs money, you ain't got to do none of that shit no more. All this pension and all this stuff, fuck all that shit. You ain't do none of that shit no more. You keep as much of the shit you make as possible. Matter of fact, we're going to cut the taxes. All do We need to unbridle capitalism. That's the shit you see him saying. And these crackers felt, and the way he did it, we introduced to the dumb poor people, is he started talking about states' rights and welfare queens. And got motherfuckers thinking the same poor-ass motherfuckers live across the road from you getting more than you get. They shouldn't get shit. And, when statistically, and, and, white people have always been the biggest beneficiaries of welfare and affirmative action uh, through white women, but go on. And they start talking about welfare queens. Now, dig, hunger was at an all-time low in America. Hunger was, you, you know, motherfuckers was eating. At least you could do that. No, we can't do that. And they had people of their own families looking at each other like, this nigga keep having babies. Well, I got to pay for it. 
not knowing that the true commodity was not the stamp. The true commodity is the baby. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Some of this other shit means shit. <laughs> Most definitely. And um, and the crazy part about it is like when, when you say the true commodity is the baby, I really feel like that's why the, the whole anti-abortion push, right? Because you got to have more people to feed into the system or the system collapses. Um, they did the whole okie doke of, hey, I know everyone's used to having their pension through the company profits. So, you know, it's good. the company does good. You do good via your pension. Well, we're going to divorce those two things at the same time, giving corporations more power to generate profit. We're going to tell you, yo, you don't want your your pension tied to the, the profits of the company. You want to have it tied to the stock market. Yeah, that's what you want to do. So when we fuck up the bag, y'all can lose your whole fucking retirement. And you be like, well, who getting all the money that they lost? Why is it not that? Because it didn't mean shit in the beginning. <laughs> Bail out. <laughs> Hell no, because it did. Let me tell you something, man. The moment that they decided that um Wealth didn't have to be connected to work is the moment that a lot of people got put out the game. If you can do something yourself and sell it to a friend of yours, you can create a living. And they took away, they took away vocational training. And, 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 and hey, man, I have a vocational education. I was one of the last few that they let have one. I, I have a background in drafting. I can, I can build some shit. If I needed to, I can draw a building based on the space around me that would stand up. Because I can do that. I, I have that education. And 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 but but on the other hand, I didn't necessarily want that education. You know what I'm saying? Like but right. I but I'm just saying like it, they took away all of that in the city of Chicago because they knew that they were sending away all of the manufacturing. So there was no need for us to help you learn how to do shit. Yeah, yeah, like literally shipped it off. And that's the crazy part. Like the, the whole thing, capitalism, 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 beat you in the head, the enemy's communism, the enemy's communism. But we're going to ship all these jobs over to this communist country. Communist bro. nation. You know what I'm saying? So they can hold hands and make money, but we can't. I I was flabbergasted. I didn't know one of, I think, I think number four, maybe, of our trading partners is Vietnam. Mm. Which is also a communist nation. But what is it? North Vietnam or South Vietnam? No, because like after Vietnam, the the northern communists they they had the whole country. There was no more South. It's just all of them, motherfuckers. Yeah, it's just Vietnam now. Yeah, yeah. No, you good. You good. But it was just it was just amazing to me because I'm like, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. As a kid, when you heard Vietnam, it was supposed to be you know the hands off. Yeah, like. That's the enemy, you know what I'm saying? Like they're they're just bad, you know. Like Rambo had to go in there and save people, and you know. What I mean? <laughs> and then you're like, wait, wait, wait. They're making the all the Tommies, all the all the hill figures get made in Vietnam. <laughs> so so you mean to tell me that the most ostentatious displays of wealth and capitalism are generated and manufactured in places that espouse communism? Interesting. 
And you know what they call that? Normalizing of relations. Let's normalize relations with one another. Yeah, let me send all these jobs over here where y'all got rice patties and make y'all build factories that the well, I mean, money it, from. Is it make y'all? Because they won, right? They won Absolutely. the war. So, like, I'm assuming, like, they, they're, like, dictating the terms as far as these deals. You know what I'm saying? Um, but yeah, it's just. They don't even follow the deals. They don't even. They just take the shit. Like, that's one of the. Man, you 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 always hear these people crying about why they keep taking our intellectual privacy. Because oh, these people have decided to let them be the only motherfuckers that make chips. <laughs> like, what? Right. You... <laughs> right. Right. How is that strategically part? All of this shit you blow up shit with take chips. How you know these motherfuckers that already put some shit in your shit? Hey. <laughs> Damn. <clears throat> the it's a cold game, stupid. bro. Stupid. Like, why would you even like and 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 because of and, and anything that would point towards the actual fact of the reason why neighborhoods are falling apart is because we don't do shit in them no more. They're no longer, they are not what they used to be. They are not set up for you to care about anything other than your next meal. That's it. They are, they are, they are, they, you used to be able to hang out with each other, find out something about each other. None of that's happening no more. Everybody trying to pay all these bills. And all I can do is go back home and we don't have, used to have block parties in certain areas. None of that I'm seeing. Now, in certain communities, there's still black folks getting it done. And um, and those are communities that got small stores around. Them. Right. Well, it's it's you know what you're saying is true, man. Cause I remember when I moved into my uh house, the 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 neighbor that we had had been here since you know Moses, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> um and so like it it took a little bit of getting used to because I'm you know from this younger generation. Like it almost felt almost uh, intrusive a little bit until I sort of had to be like, yo, this like she's been here forever, bro. Like you're moving into her neighborhoods. Like so mm -hmm. she's like, hey, what's your name? Da, 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 da. Because that's what what it was. Right. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? That's what it always had been. So she's you know, that's what. But then when. Her, uh, and that does not up, seem unneighborly to at least want to know who lives next door to you. No, no, it, it was definitely, definitely neighborly coming from a good place. If you're just not used to it, you mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? It's like, what the, like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It, yeah, it was, I, I just, <laughs> my initial reaction was like almost like annoyance because it's just like, why are you talking to me? But then I had to, I had to check myself and be like, Cause it's a neighborhood, and your neighbors, and this is how it used to be. You know what I'm saying? Like, like it it, it used to not just be a trope of asking your neighbor for sugar. Like, right, you used to right, be cool right. enough with your neighbor that you could go be like, "Yo, can I get some sugar?" And they, oh, sure, let me give you a cup of sugar. Man, I swear to goodness, man. You know that is one of the pluses of having part of my upbringing be in the South. Um, is that. The South is very communal, like especially in the 70s. And these women still did things that you gather around to do. Like they would make 
preserves and shit and all type, you know, and, and, and get together doing harvest of certain items that they were growing and we all get together and cooking and eat, you know, it, it would be, it would be a, a true community and everybody knew you. And it was a beautiful situation where you get a, a better understanding of who you are and what you value. You see what I'm saying? So, um, that is the type of upbringing that I had. Now, now there are some flaws in all of this shit because it's all under the umbrella of white supremacy. But based on that understanding, it taught me enough to be able to figure out, oh, this is why this is the, okay. And then every time when I come to the bottom line, it just as it is a bottom line, which is where you put the sum total, it always winds up being capitalism and white supremacy. And with that. With that, sir, I think you have surmised the the root of what we were getting to from the beginning. Yes, sir. I'm gonna go ahead. Let's see. 